0: Tune into the podcast monthly, and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown-up shit. Now, let's get to the episode.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: You just turned on. You just turned on. Natural and away just turned on the on. Better known as, better known as now. Know now, this is where independence is celebrated. So if you ready to catch these waves, then let's go. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another Grown Up Podcast episode and another Naturally on a Wave independent music interview. And we have a brand new artist joining us today all the way from Florida. Oh, man, I'm, I'm getting on the map. You know what I'm saying? We we in the States, we in the countries, you know, we we, we live with the independent music. So um, I'm definitely happy to have another artist come and join me and celebrate their independent journey. So we're going to welcome him. He's going to say his name, where he's from, and the type of genre that he does. So please, welcome.
2: Yeah, it's uh, R-O-N-F Diesel, you know, hailing from Pensacola, Florida.
0: Yes, sir. Um,
2: my style is rap. You know, I like to say R&B, but I can't <laughs> sing. I just got the influences <laughs> and everything. So, yeah, man. But more than that, I'm I'm hip-hop. You know, I was influenced by the by the OGs Biggie Pac, you know Rakim so that's what I, I kind of gravitate to I like lyrics lyrics and I like putting you know real good energy and uh you know actual content quality content in my music so I would say more of a hip-hop artist than
0: anything okay dope 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 all right so that that kind of leads me to the first question is how did you really get started on your independent music journey
2: Man, I started rapping or really trying to, you know, do music when I was like, I say closer to 15. And in all reality, man, I, I want to be a singer. You
0: know? <laughs> no way.
2: Yeah, man. I, I was real heavy, like, uh, in Jodeci and Drew Hill and Bill Withers. Wow. A real big uh, influence of mine. So, like, I started out trying to sing Bill Withers songs, but yeah, I just... I got, I, I got like a natural affinity for it, but I, I just ain't got that voice. So yeah. I gravitated towards the hip hop and rapping and really, you know, I found a group of uh, other je- younger, younger gentlemen who uh, kind of took me in and they kind of showed me a little bit more about the that side of rap and doing cyphers and freestyling. And oh. that, that's where I got into it. And hey, it you got
0: in the trenches there. with it, okay. Right. All right, I see you. I see you. Okay, so let's let's go with your stage name. Let's let's switch real quick. So let's talk about your stage name. Is there a story behind it? Is there do the acronyms mean something? You know, oh, yeah. let, let us in on that.
2: Yeah, uh, R O N F stands for Real Ones Never Fold. Word. Yeah, there we go. That was a uh, it. It was a uh, it was a process getting to that because uh, originally it was me and one other of. Uh, my homeboys who had it my homeboy me and my homeboy kind of fell off and I just wanted to keep going with the RONF because I like what it stood for I like the real ones never fold and it was kind of like I don't want to say making fun of like this generation with the YBNs and the NBA and everything because them boys doing their thing but it uh unexpectedly people gravitated to it because of that and they were like okay so you got that extra letter what the <laughs> hell but in all reality it became it's almost like a it's a statement you know to yeah. myself it's yeah. uh real ones never fold diesel so that's has got gotcha. you something every, I, I keep in the back of my mind with every song i make every time i perform
0: that's dope that's dope okay okay so we're talking about you getting into rap first you kind of was wanting to sing a little bit Uh, so your rapping definitely comes from your mental and your heart from what I could hear so what place do you go when you're writing and then taking that into the studio Uh,
2: man I I really go into like my younger self when I I do my writing like I get into that mode of when I was younger I was a I had a lot of insecurities about my, about my image, about, you know, where I was in life, especially between like the age of like, you know 15 to 20 you know I didn't I didn't have no pops my mom wasn't too much of a mom yeah and you know I got two older brothers three younger sisters but I don't have a relationship with them like that especially back then and you know I was the grandma's boy so I was you know watching guys like Biggie come up you know I was like bro this this big black dude you know (laughs) smooth feeling ladies I was like man like I want that and uh You know, I just remember that hunger, that feeling of wanting to have women, have money. But in all reality, it was the underlying emotion I was feeling was just I just want to feel wanted and I want to feel accepted. Right. Right. Express myself.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So you kind of were talking about like what type of artists have inspired you already a little bit earlier. So how do these artists play a role in you know your creative and unique flow that you have going for yourself now
2: right uh big i mean honestly biggest influence of mine and people will say it's cliches but you know yeah i i just gravitated to biggie when i heard like uh his tracks he's got a track with method man called the what and man just hearing their their energy and their flow on that man like I mean, I, I can tell you, I I, I bumped. Um, I, I, I started listening to Ready to Die, and my yeah. grandmother was like 2011 Camry on the, like, <laughs> while she was dropping me off at a friend's <laughs> house. And, like, this was not the clean version. Yeah. I like, who the fuck is this?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Six in the morning. Yeah. My grandmother, like, looked at me. She was like, Matthew, what are you <laughs> And I was like, dang, grandma, that's just what I like. Yeah, wait. Yeah. I, I, that type of reaction, you know, like fueled me even more. I'm like, dog, like right. people don't like it. But at the same time, it's like, what? Exactly. And, I, and it just fueled me just to like, OK, I want I want that reaction. Oh, I definitely. want to to think about my music, think about me in that
0: light. Okay. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. So you've been releasing music officially, at least from your Spotify since 2020. Um, So did COVID play a role in like the release of your music during that time? And how did you think it was going to turn out once you actually did put your projects out? Uh
2: COVID, man, that just gave me like a lot of time to myself to really like reflect on the type of art I wanna push out there, the type of tracks, the type of energy I wanna push out there. Yeah. And it gave me time to write, you know, even though I was working all up through most of COVID, you know, I right. was working uh as like a server slash uh houseman busboy.
0: Yeah, uh, as we all were.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh g- my aim with each project, bro, was just to get better. Call me yeah. crazy was, you know, what it what people, what I felt people were like saying behind my back, or even some people to my face, you know, they were calling me crazy. You know, my own family was sitting there like, You trying to be a rapper?
0: Right. And it's right. like
2: at the end of the day, man, like I don't even really call myself a rapper, I call myself an MC, a master yeah. of I got a true love for rap like that just transcends all boundaries all ages, colors yeah. and I got appreciation for all types of artists but through rap I I really got an appreciation for all music and yeah. that's in rock, country death metal like wow. I don't knock it I don't knock yeah. any yeah. for music because of what I've been doing with rap yeah um, to get back a little bit more back on subject would call me crazy I just I wanted to express myself I wanted to, people be like you calling me crazy right. I'm gonna show you crazy yeah and I got out there and uh, I put that out there and people really like surprised me with the the feedback and the fact people were fucking with it right. and that just pushed me to just keep, keep doing it. And then yeah. I followed up next year with brighter days. And that was, uh, during a time when I was very down on myself and, you know, not really, not sure if I wanted to continue rapping or continue doing anything with music. Mm-hmm. And that's where all those, those eight tracks come from. It, that was a little more me of refining my sound or finding who I am and really, showing people what I want to be portrayed as and what I'm really about as far as my music and
0: who I am. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, All right. So that kind of leads into the next question where we're going to talk about the latest album that you got out that just got released this year. So let's talk about how that process was, how putting the tracks together was and what kind of were you going through mentally? Because it seemed like, again, another album that you're putting your heart you know and your and your thoughts out onto
2: yeah uh, first off big shout out to my dog Wyatt Coleman because he produced every track on there all, all those beats are his he did most of the engineering for oh, it. Shout and out. Uh, you know I met him through like ba- I mean basically social media even though we live in the same town right. I out to him um, about a feature on, on Brighter Days called Hate Me Mm. and I never met the cat before that like and just stemming from that feature with Hate Me we just we just gravitated toward each other yeah. and and uh, I believe it was about 20 late 2020 where he finally showed me some of his beats and I was mm-hmm. like oh dog. <laughs> What are these? Where are right. these? Come from? <laughs> and uh I was just like, man, you gotta send me a pack. And yeah, it, and from there I just started, you know, I did a track or two on some of his and then we just started talking about it. And I was like, Yeah, it'd be nice to to do a project, you know, right. where the executive produced. And we just started working early uh no, I'm sorry, late 2021. We started working on, on that and getting those crispy and man it was it was just a beautiful process with that even though it's only seven tracks man like those seven tracks like i really put my pieces of my heart on each of those tracks i and most definitely can hear of, that for sure a lot of my insecurities a lot of my you know confidence is expressed on those tracks uh um, yeah and but some of them were very hard to drop you know some of them yeah. i was very sure about like god's child that was a uh, that was about my struggle with my faith, you know. Mm. And even to this day I still struggle with, you know, feeling close to God, feeling like I'm, you know, I'm a good person. Yeah. And and that's what that that song was about. And like with this project, I just feel fully mature as an artist because each track has a set tone. It has a set message that you can feel. I know. Yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was aiming for man
0: that's dope and you hit the mark you hit the mark for sure you did it for sure yeah yeah I I fucks with the album it's dope I was playing it before you know we hopped on this so you know what I'm saying I I fucks with it for sure you did your thing Uh, yeah for sure so you kind of already talked about you collaborating with the producer you just mentioned so that leads me to my next question how much does collaborating mean to you not only with artists but producers as well
2: Oh, man, that's that's the reason i personally do music yeah. you know i'm i'm pretty shy i'm pretty awkward i'm not too sociable yeah. in uh, my regular life dude i'm i'm real quiet unless you get to know me yeah um so and that was another reason i started doing music was to put myself out there in that way so collaborating with an ink producers artists that's why i do it bro like yeah. that that's why we make music as as people bro it's to to connect with other people so it's like man i don't care about people paying me for features if i ever get to that point unless i'm like signed or something or i'm making millions of dollars that's yeah. one thing but until i get to that point i don't um somebody hit my hit my line talking about a collaboration we're gonna collaborate
0: yeah, yeah, we're I take I a minute, that.
2: but I, and that's that's why I do it, man. I mean, and I learned that just and it, it's affirmation with you know songs like Hate Me or the mm-hmm. other collaborations I've done where they just come out and just it, they're bangers, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And even if some of them are not bangers, it's just the whole experience of making the songs and being right. like, I did that with that that right. person. Yeah, got
0: a shit man. Yeah, that's why I love doing this whole segment that I have with the National on the Wave. The now thing is collaborating with artists, getting to hear you guys' stories and collaborating with other people just on the podcast as well. It's really eye opening to connect with other people, to understand another person's story, to understand their their struggle and what they go through. Because at the end of the day, we all basically kind of go through the same shit. You know what I mean? It's just in a different fashion, different environment, all of that, you know, plays a factor, but we still connect it. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely I feel you about collaborating because it definitely can bring the kind of inner part of out. You know what I mean. And I'm the same way. I, when I'm, I mean, I can be social, but I choose to just be quiet when I go out in public. And podcast allows me to have that type of outlet to, you know, express myself. So I can, I could feel where you're coming from. So. Um, do you have any other talents or hobbies that you dabble in as well that you know maybe the the just a little sneak of what the audience might not know about you uh, Man
2: um I used to be able to play harmonica
0: used to be <laughs>
2: harmonica wait <laughs> Yeah yeah cuz okay. my grandfather man he uh he always wanted to play harmonica I oh, don't and I actually have one of his old harmonicas, but he was never like any good. That's dope. Uh, and we have like uh my his one of his like army buddies, uh was almost like a, a country music star he taught me a little bit of guitar i'm not like super good i can't shred up you know guitar <sighs> you know a guitar.
0: couple you know a couple strings are good uh, <laughs> i
2: know a couple <laughs> strings and but i'm, I'm rusty as hell because i ain't done it in years you know because i've been focusing more on my rap and everything right. um Man, other than that man uh, <laughs> I'm, good at, I'm, I'm, a cook, I'm good at cooking, you know.
0: Right, yeah. Hey, that's still something. That's right, something, too. Okay. You don't hear a lot of people saying they're good at cooking. <laughs> nah,
2: that's nah, lit, nah, though. I, I, I I know something up in the kitchen, real quick, bro. Okay,
0: y'all heard the man's—he cooks it I, up, I mean, all
2: right? Some of my uh, my special chicken, man.
0: Oh, he got special chicken. It's not just chicken, y'all. It's special, oh,
2: no, bro. It's the sauce I put on it.
0: Like, I, can't, I can't. Not right. the sauce, all right. Give me the rest so, of it. <laughs> you can't get. You can't give it to me. Like you know, write it down. But you can. Uh, you can cook it up. You feel me? Uh, and then I, right, it's, it's it's up. It's up. All right, bad, bad, Michelle. Sure. Okay, so. Um on to the next question here. You have music on Spotify and YouTube. Um how has the process been for you as an independent artist figuring out how to upload your music and promoting it as well?
2: Um shout out to DistroKid, man, because before I found DistroKid, man, I I was like just uploading to YouTube, uploading to SoundCloud, you know, the free platforms. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like people were fucking with it, but it just there wasn't there was that issue of the availability, the Mm -hmm. ease of availability, because everybody has a phone. Everybody in this day and age, it has to be something easy to connect with. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the issue I was having, you know, especially when I actually dropped Call Me Crazy. I only dropped it on YouTube and SoundCloud and uh, I found DistroKid. I heard so much about it. I was like, Man, I gotta go ahead and just do that and and push it out and it's your kid got me right, you know, like you know a couple of singles and three projects later i'm still fucking with them i feel it pushing it out but it, it it's a whole process man it's especially with promotion because like, like i said i'm a i'm a very kind of anti-social very quiet quiet shy person yeah. and uh, it's hard for me to do these 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 promotional videos you know especially when it comes to like tiktok or mm. these boomerangs, man Yes. Yeah it's hard like i got ideas all the time but it's also hard to find the time to do that and you know find the, the quality equipment to do all that but it's it it's just a process i've had to come along with with each project most and definitely it, it's, it's, especially being any type of artist you have that you have to have this image you want to portray to people yeah you know, people might not people who just listen to music or don't understand it they might you know not be able to comprehend what it actually is and i think it's fake like you're right putting off persona right. Who, you, who you are but no man when you people don't want to necessarily see you you know your flaws they want to see yep. you being good you know yep. and top notch at all times yeah and yeah. part of it and that's yeah. something, just something like you know we all i'm still working on but i feel we all got to work on
0: yeah I feel you I'm in the, like the same realm with how to figure out how to promote the podcast because I'm not the type of person with the boomerangs in the in front of the that's why I do podcasts and it's audio you know what I'm saying I mean even though I do these interviews you know it's still only just a, a what like 2% of video you know what I mean and so trying to come up with how to market on social media and TikTok is out now he says the biggest one and I'm like dang I gotta get to video soon people audio is gone I don't know, but, you know, we're going to figure it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy because, like, multiple artists like my, my homie Wyatt Coleman, dude, I, like, he is a genius when it comes to marketing, and he, he, he tells me all the time, TikTok, that's how you're going to pop off, man.
0: Yeah that's what I've been hearing too I'm like me and you we on the same I'm like uh, <laughs> I can't what do we do what, yeah exactly, we, we exactly. My own niche I'm gonna put on tiktok Exactly. I, I
2: mean I, I have some ideas for me it'd be I, I love delving into the history of rap okay I like breaking stuff down so okay. I mean I have little ideas like me per se um, what is it like Me breaking down Famous verses Like bar Or really like Showing people What a bar is Or What an ad lib is Right Is You know Because I feel Even though rap is like One of the most popular genres Like right now Mm. People don't really have a Respect for it
0: Oh yeah Most definitely
2: I feel that especially with a lot of these new wave rappers man and they just it's, it's its a lot of gang stuff it's a lot of violence a lot of drugs a lot of yeah. shit and don't get me wrong I know that's a part of hip hop I know it's a part of rap and black culture
0: mm-hmm. but that's not exactly yeah and we definitely need other people out there saying that it's not you know what yeah. I mean and, and and showing the part that what it is you know what I'm saying the truth so yeah the world needs us <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> um, on to the next question here so what kinds of challenges have you had to face so far on your independent journey and what or who have helped you through them
2: man the challenges dog. it's 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 the what, what? How can I put this? It's the, I guess the exposure, and it's like the underlying hate because yeah. it. Just in these last like two years, even though I've been doing this over ten years, I've really seen it in my city where people even other artists who are at the same level as you who ain't, who ain't like doing millions on spotify right they're, they're in that state of mind of okay what can you do for me mm, what yep.
0: can
2: what can me collaborate with you how can that help my career exactly and um in my mind bro like i said dude i'm not on that i'm not <laughs> yeah and get Aiming to get millions of plays, aiming to get a deal off my music. Like I'm aiming to make good music and put some goodness out there. Right. That's one of the hardest things I've had to come to terms with. Like I've just had to like disconnect with people that you know I did collab with because on another tip that it's just like, bro, I'm not down with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel
2: you. Good music. I mean if it comes to that point where you know, our energy ain't meshing like that. OK, but that's if it comes to that point.
0: Yeah, I think we're like having some type of shift in the air to where it's, it's really like a, a, a every person's fighting for themselves type of thing. And it doesn't have to be like that. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of why I have this segment of supporting independent artists and supporting independent people in general, because we have to support each other. You know, we have to support ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes a village and we are the village. We are the people to turn to your neighbor and literally help them. You know what I mean? Like that's all you gotta do. And right, like recently I've only started getting like a couple artists that are like so how much do i have to pay for this or whatever and i'm like nah it's nothing this is free like i you're you're i'm independent you're independent let's help each other that's all this is you know it's love it's vibes it's supporting each other and all of that we have to get out of that mentality of just every person for themselves like it's really not you know what i mean we we can support each other and we can uplift each other while also being on our own movement and doing what we're doing you know what i mean so I'm, i'm glad you put that out there for sure Um So What As we're kind of Wrapping this up A little bit What motivates you On this journey And what advice Do you have For people Wanting to do Independent music
2: Man my motivation Man is to Is to show The younger generation The people Who might come after me Whether Whether they Whether I blow or not Bro Whether I'm just Always gonna be A local rapper Bro I just wanna show them As possible man And just Keep grinding, keep doing sure. it and do it for you. Definitely, definitely. And, uh, and uh, it, it, a big motivation for me, man, is you know my friends and even people who don't really know me telling me, like, "Dang, yo, I can, I can hear your evolution. I can hear you getting better." And it's like, I just want to change people's perception of rap. Yeah, uh, especially in my city because I'm from Pensacola, Florida. I'm We not no big city, man. We we got some big names that came out of here like Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, but nothing big as far as rap. Right. Whether it's me who comes out of the city like that, or another artist in my city who comes out and puts like my city on the map in that regard, I'm still going to support it. Yeah, most definitely. ain't, Ain't no hate in my blood when it comes to music. And as far as advice. To any artists here, locally, you know, future in the past, just keep grinding, man. Stick, definitely. stick to your guns, man. Like, definitely, and and just keep it real, man. Like, yeah, I agree, a thousand are percent. People are gonna appreciate that real you more than they appreciate what you're trying to proceed perceive to them.
0: Facts, a thousand because percent.
2: All, all that shit's gonna come to light, especially if you blow up, man. You're gonna have media and everything on you, like. So people gonna see whether you're keeping it real or not. So just keep it real. Stay consistent, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like the along the, the lines of what my dad told me when I first started this podcast. Like he started he was listening a couple episodes, he was like, "It sounds like you're holding back a bit. You know, you have to be honest, you have to be real. You have to put the truth in if what you actually want the podcast to look like, you know what I mean? And if this is actually your passion, you got to show that. You know, you got to be real and and be passionate about this and like ever since then, that's what people been like, "Oh, I, I I've been listening. I've been listening. I've been listening." And that's what you got to do. You got to grind. You got to stick to it. And you got to be true to yourself for sure. So thank you for those words, most definitely. Um, so last question here before I throw a little surprise in. Uh, what are some goals you have on your list this year? Or I guess kind of ending this year and maybe going into the next year for your music?
2: Um, As far as my music, man, I... I really want to do more shows. I don't, right. I don't necessarily care about getting paid for them. I just want to do more shows. I want to get out there. I want to get my uh, my live performance chops up a little bit, you know, because I all that change transition and really call, uh, accumulate into your actual music and what you're putting out there. Right. Um, big thing for me is just, you know, get my music in front of more people. Yeah you know that's a big thing for me and of course release more music you know uh, right. i'm actually already preparing to start working on my next project that i'm uh planning to release on my birthday next year
0: there we go all right all right well y'all heard the man so you know all the links and stuff will be in the description so make sure that you keep up with him follow him all of that okay and, and look out for the new music all right y'all so We got this little special special i'm gonna throw you in it's called the hot seat okay every artist gotta get in the hot seat when they come to the grown-up podcast all right it's four quick questions and just run the first question i mean first answer that comes off the top of the dome all right so favorite artist currently big crib okay 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 now this one's gonna be a little tricky favorite song currently I know that was your favorite artist, so what's your favorite song now?
2: Oh, currently, man, I would have to say Doghouse by Isaiah Rashad featuring Ray Vaughn from TDE.
0: Okay, okay. And if y'all don't know what that song is, you better go and look it up after this, okay? All right, so favorite food. Favorite food? Oh, Um
2: I probably I probably have to say uh, uh, Jasmine Rice.
0: Okay, okay, that, that wasn't I what rice, I was. <laughs>
2: rice theme, bro. I love rice. I wow. Eat rice,
0: okay, okay, okay. That's interesting for sure. All right. So, last question here: favorite memory of your independent journey so far?
2: Favorite memory was um, probably my aunt texting me when I dropped Call Me Crazy and I dropped my video for Focus and cuz she had never like she had always mentioned like me doing music but she mentioned and said baby boy you look good mm. and I really liked the song mm. and uh, you know the next time I saw her like was actually accidental she had Focus playing in her in her yeah. car wow. and I don't think I don't think she like uh did that on purpose because I just popped up and she pulled up um, or I pulled up as she was like pulling up and opened up the door and she had focus playing and I was like
0: dang auntie I appreciate (laughs) hit you in the, in the chest right there. All right. I feel you. That's that's definitely a memory that'll stick out and stay with you forever. Um, so I thank you so much. Appreciate you for coming here on the podcast. And uh, we're going to wrap it up right here. You got any final words that you want to uh, tell the audience, any personal shout outs you want to give. And of course, please let us know your social medias and what streaming platforms you have, even though it's going to be in the description. We got to do it for the audio listeners. <laughs> right,
2: right. And big shout out to Fred Recording Services of Pensacola, Florida That's my one of my exclusive Engineers, you know, he's been riding With me since Call Me Crazy, you know, if I Never met him, I probably Wouldn't be dropping the, the Type of music and the quality of music I am right now because he just That, that man is A legend, oh. for real um, Shout out to his beautiful wife, Joanne Aru, she, said, she set me up with this Whole Zoom meeting Oh, uh, uh, look at that and, Shout out to my dog, Wyatt Coleman. You know, he already knows it's nothing but up because I, he taught me a whole lot about the actual business side and promotional side of um, the music. Mm, man. <sighs> there's so many people I want to shout out they getting all jumbled and stuff (laughs) shout out to Spilletry the mouthpiece you know it's always love you know that's a beautiful beautiful woman beautiful poet y'all should go check her and my song out uh, Shadows uh, got the video on YouTube Um, man other than that man y'all go check me out on Spotify you know all streaming platforms Audius, Tidal yeah. Uh, I'm cloud, YouTube, my YouTube with all my videos is going to be at ronf dot tv one. Check that out. Uh, and if you're looking me up on Spotify or anything like that, they're very particular with my name. They they, they make me mad a lot. R dot o dot n f d b e e z l e.
0: For sure. All right. Well, y'all, y'all heard the man's. okay. you heard all the links and everything, and that's all going to be in the description. So y'all, please go and click those links, check them out, stream the music that he's got out now. And then, of course, keep up with him so that you can check out his latest, his new music that he got coming in the future. Okay. appreciate you again for stopping by on the podcast. And we most definitely going to keep supporting you Uh, and we're going to have you back here. Yeah, numbers. most deaf, man. I was expecting you to ask me to hit a freestyle, dude. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> okay, we up. go. We gonna hit that up for the next one. You know what I'm saying? We only got a little bit of time for the first one, you know, because just just to introduce you, you know, to the world. But it's up for the second one. We are gonna we gonna throw in a couple tricks and and you know what I'm saying? We are gonna make it nice for the second one for sure. You a real artist, you a real rapper. You can hit a freestyle. I'm oh, most like, definitely. Not oh, not oh, not, most bro. definitely. Oh, we gonna get lit for the second. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned, okay? Because you that you, you you ain't heard the last of this man, okay? Y'all heard it. We got the special coming for the next one. All right, so y'all check out the links, stay tuned, and uh we appreciate you again for joining us and we're gonna have you back. So keep working, keep grinding. We appreciate you and we supporting you. All right. Everyone else, stay safe, be kind, and we out. Naturally on the wave grown up podcast.